Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. Hello there, folks. Welcome to this 195th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm calling this episode Righteous Anger, and maybe you'll be able to tell from my attitude as we're going along. They always say in all of these podcast videos and all of these podcasting courses and all of the networking that podcasters do and everything always tells the beginning podcaster don't ever start a show off in a negative mood if you start off your show in the first minute the first 10 seconds the first five minutes the first three seconds, and you're negative, it just immediately turns the guest off, and they, in turn, will turn the podcast off. Now, I think you guys are smarter than that. Because if I am in a foul mood, you know it's not like you that I'm in a foul mood at. It's the situation, a situation, something going on that has me bent or whatever. So I feel like you guys are intelligent enough for me to say I'm in a really crappy mood and I don't feel like I can't tell you how many times I've hit the record button. I've recorded a ways through this. I stopped. I've went back. I thought I could do it better. I thought I could do it a different way. And I'm really, I'm not in the mood to do this. And listen, I know, I know, I'm going to be really honest with you. I love what I do. I love doing this. I love recording. I, I love talking with you. I love getting my thoughts out. I like to look through the events of what's going on in a day, in, in a community, in a state, in the United States of America, in the world. I like to give my thoughts and opinions on just things that I'm thinking about. And I hope, when I do that, that I'm offering thoughts and opinions on something that you are interested in. Or maybe if you're not specifically interested in the thing that I'm talking about, the broader over overarching discussion that I then have is something that you can be interested in. You know, a lot of times, whether it's here or on my live program, they're two different things. I, I always tell people, now I'm going to be talking about something that might not necessarily affect you. However, I think that you should stick around and listen because I do believe there is something of value here to everybody. And I genuinely believe that. No matter how niche of a topic can get, you know, if you're talking about food, people need needing to eat to stay alive. I mean, that's a massive topic. There's food that we eat in America. There's food in Europe. There's food in Asia. There's food in Africa. There's different ways you prepare food. So, you know, I could have many different podcasts on Food. I, I could do podcasts on music. Think about how wide of a of a topic music is. Are you are you doing rock? Are you doing country? Are you doing rap? Are you doing old rap? Are you doing new rap? You know, are you, are you doing classic rock? Are you doing heavy rock? You know, are are you are you going to do the Beatles? Are you, are you going to do the first half of the Beatles, the second half of the Beatles? Are you going to just talk about Beatles albums? Are you going to talk about one year in the Beatles' career? Are you going to talk about one specific Beatle? 
or maybe have a podcast just on the guitar that one Beatle used, or the kind of drumsticks that Ringo used to drum. You know, as you start getting more technical and smaller in what you're going to talk about, you're going to find less and less people interested, but the fanatics are going to be in love with what you talk about. They will come back day in and day out, and they they love and what you're giving them, and hopefully they'll spread it to other fanatics, and the hope is that others will listen. Well, I try not to talk about things that specific. I try to talk about issues that even again if the if the specific topic might be a little niche, it might be a little small and just in one corner of the world that that the the bigger idea behind how I'm dealing with that topic is something that people can use and people can get something from. I love doing what I'm doing. I love taking on bad and dirty politicians, bad and dirty political figures. I like fighting it in my neck of the woods. I like fighting it in your neck of the woods. I like fighting it at the state level. I like fighting it at the national level. I like trying to make a difference in the world. That is something that is awesome to me. And I've talked about it before on various podcasts, going through stages where you're maybe riding a high, you're up, you're up, you're up, you're up, and then... You know, you get to a point where you're like a little low, a little depressed, not feeling not feeling it, not feeling good about something or whatever. And, and I, listen, I know it's not lost on you guys that something has been going on. I mean, I, I've, I've got to, I mean, I, I can only be honest with you. I'm not purposefully missing episodes. The number... One rule of podcasting isn't not go negative. The number one rule of podcasting is consistency. And I know that Chris Bunner is out there saying it if she's even listening anymore. I know that she's out there saying, yep. And uh, I don't know, back several episodes ago, four or five episodes ago, I was like, I'm going to be right on target. I'm going to release them like clockwork. I am not purposefully not doing that. I, something is going on. I, I have hit a snag, and it's not with podcasting. I've talked about not being a technical person, and I'm not a technological wizard, and, and I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. However, I've been doing this long enough now that I feel very confident with my soundboard. I feel very confident with the mic and the compressor gear that I have and my recording gear and my various other microphones and the boom arms and my Mac that I do my editing on. I feel very confident with that. I'm in a very good place with sponsors where I'm, you know, I'm making good money doing what I love. I'm making good money from listens when I do episodes. So when there's less episodes, there's less listens, which means there's less money. Okay, so I, it's not that I don't want to eat. It's not that there's not things going on. Like we're in the middle of an election and I am just not fired up. I'm not doing anything that I would generally be doing during a midterm election, okay? First and foremost. Um, because a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, this is, this is a nothing election. You know, the, the big election we're looking for is 2023 and specifically 2024. But that's not how I look at it. To me... This, the midterm elections are always very important. I always look, 
and I always use what happens here to predict specifically what happens in two more years. But I'm always a, a major a major player in the midterm elections. I love what goes on. And I don't look at any election as being not important. They are all important. And I, that's how I run them all. But I, I am... It's people, man. It's not you guys. It's not the people that listen here. It's not the people that communicate with me. Listen, we just had a great episode recorded two weeks ago. It's listened. It's it's got killer numbers. People are listening to it like it's being listened. It's it's one of my biggest shows in a week, week and a half. It's been listened to by more people than a lot of other shows I have. And I knew it would be, and I knew it would be a big show. I knew it would be a controversial show. I've got a lot of great feedback from people that have listened to it and they've said, hey, you guys are spot on. I didn't like what you were saying, but I liked what Brandon was saying. I didn't like what Niles was saying, but I, you know, I thought you were all idiots, whatever. And I've loved all of that commentary. And if you're someone that reached out to me and we've communicated, thank you for that. Because it's things like that that really help kick off the passion in me. So it's not you guys that I'm talking about, but I am so... uh, I I don't know if I've gotten to a point where I'm a little jaded, maybe. Maybe like, I'll be really honest. (laughs) This is kind of all over the place. For the last two and a half years, two and a half, three years... I've been planning a vacation. I've been planning a vacation to go to a place where I love to go. I wanted to go and spend two weeks completely unplug, no social media, no politics, just do my thing. And that place was directly ground zero of the beach. Fort Myers Beach in Fort Myers, Lee County, Florida. I've been going to Fort Myers all my life, 40 years, sometimes two or three times a year. My family's been going there all of my life, and my mother, stepfather, they, they were actually going there before I was born. My stepfather, that's where his family went a lot, you know, when he was growing up. I've been to a lot of different places in Florida, and I've loved it all. Miami, Key West, Daytona, Orlando, all great places. But I've gotten in a lot of fights with people because I'm telling you, when I think of Florida, when I think of a perfect Florida vacation, it's Fort Myers Beach. It's the right amount of people at all hours of the day. It's something's always going on there. You can be left alone. You can go out to the beach and find a place where no one's around. You can go back over by the cove, down by Lover's Key. You can do all of that, but you can also be right in the thick of it. Go down to Times Square. There's magicians and and some homeless people and people that's just walking out and drinking and having a good time. And you can go get some amazing food. Citrola's Pizza, Placa's, it's Greek. You can go and have the best breakfast at Pete's Time Out. Go and get a cigar at the Cigar Hut. Walk down the pier. And I've been putting this vacation off for two and a half years now. I keep telling myself I'm going to go, and then I don't go. My family's going, and I'm like, ah, I won't go this time. I'll go in a couple weeks. And I just kept not going, not going, not going. Well, this year... I had literally said, all right, I'm going. I'm going, and it's not a good time, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a bunch of political stuff right up until the second week of October. Then I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to completely unplug, and I'm going to come back the, the... 
uh, basically the last week of October and then hit it hard for a week until the election. Well, then, of course, you know, (laughs) we know how that turned out because Ian hit, I think, what, on September 28th? September 28th, September 29th. Ian hit. Category 4, Category 5, Hurricane. It was supposed to hit a little north or a little south of Lee County, but it moved and it it was right over Lee County. And it specifically, the most brutal part of the storm was right over Fort Myers Beach. And it basically wiped 95% of the beach away. It's just gone. It's, it's forever changed Fort Myers Beach. <clears throat> they will rebuild. They will, they will persevere. There is a radio guy, a political guy down there. Uh, I've been on his podcast. I think he was on this show in one of the early episodes. Edward Ryan and his wife, Kim, they have Beach Talk Radio. I will put a link to their show in the description of this episode so you can check it out. He's been on the ground there, boots on the ground, since before the storm. He, he lives down there. <clears throat> and the, the work that he's been doing has just been absolutely phenomenal. You know, day two, day three... All of the news media packs up and they go on because now, you know, the news cycle moves on. But what we don't realize because we're not affected by it is people are still dealing with this. I mean, I'm watching him. There are people that still haven't been back to their properties. They're down there dealing with local government and county government and state government and federal government. And it's it's a mess. They're dealing, the, the people, the, the elected officials won't meet. They won't tell people when they'll let them back on the island. It's just, it's insanity. It's really, it's really utter chaos. And so I've been watching him and, you know, my thoughts and prayers are, are with Ed and, and his wife and the people of the beach, man. I mean, there's people down there. I think they have like 58 fatalities on Fort Myers Beach, which is just Absolutely amazing. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm dealing with sinus things. I've not actually had a sinus issue in probably a year, year and a half, and now I'm dealing with something going on with that. I've been dealing with that for a while. So I just really had a gut punch because like, what I did is I put off going to Fort Myers Beach. I put it off. And basically, I, I mean, uh, I'll never go to the Fort Myers Beach that I was planning on going to. I will never be able to return to the beach that I was planning on going to because however they build it back, whatever they do, however great it is, and it might even be better, but it won't be what I was going to because things will just inevitably be different. There will be people who have lost everything in this storm, and they'll just move. They, they won't build back. They'll say, I'm too old to mess with this. We're, we're going someplace else. So I'll go down there, and, and I will be in love with Fort Myers again. I, I know it, and, and God, I wish I was down there helping these people. Like that, to me is real community, helping community. Not these fake-ass politicians and elected officials who are Republicans, who are Democrats, who don't care about the public, who the public doesn't care about them. We don't care about the people that's coming up, that's running for office. Everybody's so fake Everybody's on some kind of trip. They're they're on the woke trip or they're on the the liberty trip and it's just it's all it's all cop out. It's all fake. The public doesn't care. The public that the public that do care, 
they care just enough, but not 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 too much, not enough to really do anything. And I'm just in a really foul mood, and and you know I I try not to be that way. I try to be positive. I get blamed for being negative a lot because of what I do on the show. But man, I'm a really positive person. I always am a glass half full type of person. And honestly, it's never half. I'm always like, (laughs) fill it all up. I'm a glass as full, full, full as it can get spilling over the sides. And I, I look at things and I'm like, eh, you know, it's it's not too bad. You know, I've got a hangnail. At least I've got my foot. Oh, I cut my toe off. Well, at least I've got my four other toes. Well, my whole foot's missing. At least I still have my leg. It, it's that kind. I have that kind of... Maybe it's some kind of mental issue. Maybe Maybe that's what's wrong with me. Maybe it's not good to have that outlook. I don't know. But I, I can also become really pessimistic because, I, you know, I've been around, I've seen things. I'm not like some just fresh pup. It's like, oh, yes, I'm going to change the world. Everything's going to be bright and beautiful. I know that the bad guys do win. You know, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer spiritually, so I know that in the end... Good will win over evil. But until we get there, there's a lot of times that evil's going to score the points at, at the end of the game and, and walk away. Walk away with the girl, win the war, win the battle. And it's not until the very end that, you know, good good might triumph. Good will triumph then. And good might triumph along the way, but... You know, I also know that bad guys do win from time to time. And that's, it's just a punch in the gut, man. And so I know that, but because of my spirituality, because of my, my belief in, in Christ and, and my, my, my belief in, in Christianity, you know, I know that you're not supposed to be angry. You know, anger is not good. It's a sin. But... The idea of righteous anger, you know, it really stuck out to me. It's it's the idea of Jesus turning, and I'm not believe me, I'm not here to preach to you, so bear with me. But it's the the idea of Jesus turning over the the tables for the money changers in the in the church, you know, down by the temple, and and running them out and being mad. That's the righteous anger. They talk about that. It's, it's being mad about sin, sinful things. And I know it's probably a sin, and, and I apologize, but then I, I applied that to, like, politics. Like, I, you know, I have, a, like, righteous anger about what's currently going on. Oh, what's going on everywhere, man. I, like, woke up one day, well, was last week, yeah, because I started recording this show. So I woke up one day last week, and we've got candidates that are accusing candidates of crimes they committed, which was like crazy bullcrap crimes 25 years ago. We've got another mayor in one community that's that was drunk driving, gets arrested, he's booked, he's in a crash. That sounds horrible, sounds like something I talk about, but he gets out and he does like the right thing, it's commendable. People still hate him for it, and they're like trashing him, and I'm like, no, no. It's, it's kind of like the whole thing where the police officers in Winchester, Indiana, were removed because they wouldn't arrest Joshua Kimbrell because... He was constitutionally right. He was he was in the right, and and they were not arresting him because the mayor wanted him arrested for you know engaging in his constitutionally protected rights. And the mayor told the police officers, being the chief and the deputy chief, to arrest him, and they were like no, and so they got demoted, and we were standing up for them. And people were mad because we're standing up for the pigs. 
And I'm like, no, man, you guys are mad at the wrong thing. And, and, and you know, I've wrote down like three different scripts of what I was going to talk about in this episode and how I wanted to talk about it. But then I realized it's, it's not about an issue. It's about all of the issues. It's about being upset. This is like one of the episodes I used to do a while back, like long ago, like in the, in the 100s to 130 episode range when I would do personal episodes and I would talk to you like on a personal thing about something that was non-political or whatever. This is kind of like one of those. I am at a really weird point. Uh, now, I, I want to put the announcement out here. I'm not suicidal, so please no one go there. You know, uh, Feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to contact me by text or cell phone. The studio line is 765-546-9796. You can email me at khbilbury at gmail.com. Or you can comment or private message me on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318. You can get a hold of me those ways, every way that you know how to, every way that you've gotten a hold of me in the past, you can get a hold of me now. I'm telling you, reach out to me if you want to say hi, if you want to say, hey, I was tired of listening to you bitch in that episode or write on whatever. But you don't have to reach out and be like, are you okay? Are you going to do your, you know, because I'm not like suicidal. I'm just telling you, I'm like really, like literally, I'm like just over it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm over it, but I'm not. Like I'm not going anywhere and I know that this will pass and I know that I need to discipline myself. I know that I need to get back. I need to do a lot of things. I need to get back into walking. I think that will help me. I need to definitely lose weight. I've gained weight and I know that that's part of why I'm pissy because I've gained a I've gained weight back. And so I'm I'm pissed about that. I'm just not happy with everything going on. Now in my personal life I'm happy. So don't go there. Personal life is going great. But it's this life. It's politics. It's feeling that I am the only person fighting. And now I got to say, producers Kate and Niles, producer Brandon, Brandon's wife, Brittany. We've got a really good team around us. I, we've recently met up with Josh Kimbrell and his wife, Danielle. And we've welcomed them to the team and some others, and, and everything's going great. Cat uh, and, and Bridget, and, and I know there's a couple others, I, I for, I'm forgetting names, but everybody that's coming together, we're in the process of trying to get a couple new things off the ground. I've really improved the quality of the live videos that I'm doing, if you don't check out the live videos, please do so. You can check those videos out on Facebook right now. I'm also going to be going to YouTube. I've not really ever been on YouTube in any real way. Here real soon, I'm going to be on YouTube as a live streamer. I'm setting that all up. It's it's all underway. So you can go to YouTube. And my YouTube page there is just simply Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Same thing that this is. You can type that into YouTube and bam. Now, YouTube is going to let me set up my own independent handle so it won't be like a weird URL like YouTube.com backslash 4729LZ, you know, all that weirdness. Eventually, I will be able to make it something personalized like Perception 318 or something like that. So it'll be easy for you to find me. But keep that in mind. But until then, my live video commentary, which I do not call podcast. I call it live video commentary. The name of it is either I can bounce back and forth between live at 835 Live at 8.35 and live at 35 after. Because sometimes I do it at 8.35, sometimes I do it at 9.35. So it just depends. It, people know what it is. It's my live video commentary. That's on Facebook. If you don't watch those, 
please jump on there and start watching it. Facebook.com forward slash Bilberry318. So you type in www.facebook.com forward slash B-I-L-B-R-E-Y 318. And my Facebook pops up. You'll be able to get my written content, any articles I post, along with a nightly live video rundown where you can comment and be part of it and we can interact. It's it's more personal. It's it's laid back. It's not as nice as this. To me, this is the baby. This is what it's all about. That is just a side project, but it's it's cool. So if you're only going to listen to one or the other, this is the one to listen to. But if you've got time to check them both out, go there and check it out. I do those five nights a week, normally Sunday through Thursday at 8.35 p.m., sometimes 9.35 p.m. I'll keep you posted on there. Sometimes I might do it a little bit less if something's popped up. Sometimes I do it seven days a week. It just depends. It's kind of a come and go and come as you are and just it's laid back. This episode is laid back. I would have I would have cut this and edited stuff out, sighs and coughs, but I'm just not in the mood for it right now. And I know I needed to pop this out. But I'm not giving up on you guys. I'm right now in a position where some really good things are kicking off. The YouTube page is going to kick off. The sponsorships are going well. I know uh, I know that uh, Josh and I are getting ready to kick some things off that are really going to be amazing. Some partnership stuff, doing some, you know, co-hosting things, and it's, it's really going to be good. And when I'm with them, and when we're doing the team effort, it's, it's good, and I'm fired up. But it's just the alone thing, you know? It's just me talking to you guys, and, and I love you guys, and I, and I love it, but it's, it's just, it is what it is. So I'm going to get back to being more more dedicated because I have to do that. I'm just saying, please don't give up on me. I'm not going to give up on you. I'm not giving up on the mission. And I will be back. You know, something like... 75 or 80, 85% of all podcasts started die out after like three episodes. Most never reach it to 10 episodes. I don't know exactly what the numbers are. I'm getting ready here in like the next week to go to a podcasting networking event. It's going to be kind of cool. Maybe they'll give me those numbers there. I, I know I know I could Google those numbers and sound smart, and you guys would be like, wow, he's got that off the top of his head. Oh, look, it's right here. Wow, 90% of all podcasts do not get past episode three. That's 1.8 million podcasts that quit. Of the 200,000 podcasts left, and this one is one of those, 90% will quit after episode 20. That's another 180,000 podcasts gone. To be in the top 1% of podcasts in the world, you need to publish 21 or more episodes. Dude, we're on it. My numbers are killing it. But I know that I owe you guys more than what I'm currently giving. I'm not giving up on you. Please just don't give up on me. Hang in there. You know, you know what I didn't do in this episode? I didn't say my thing I normally do. Hey, share the show with everyone you know. Remember to tell folks they can find me on all podcast hosting sites. You know what the drill is. I'm always afraid that I'm going to get new listeners because I have a lot of new listeners, you know, it seems like every so often. And I'm afraid that if I don't say it, they won't know it. Like, I, I, I don't know. That's kind of like a, it's like a ritual I'm in. Like, if I, don't, if I don't say it, they won't know to do it. So, 
Look, if you're new, share the show with everyone you know. Tell folks all they have to do is search for the name Perception is Reality on Google or on their favorite podcast hosting platform, and I should pop right up. If you can't find me on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or TuneIn or Radio Public or iHeartRadio or Amazon Music by searching the name, the full name Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, the W line, Christopher H. Bilbrey, you know that thing, then simply go to the home link, which is perception.fireside.fm. And since you are listening to this, you obviously do that. I need you to help spread the word, share the show. Let's bring more people to the platform because something's got to give. We got to wake people up, folks. We need to get people in tune. We need to get people interested in what's going on. We need to wake people up because we need some help out here, man. We're drowning. Let's take a break real quick and get in some sponsorships. Woohoo! And when we get back, Maybe I'll be in a little bit better mood. Probably not, because you're going to think it's been like a couple minutes. But in all reality, it's going to be just a few seconds. So sit tight, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to this 195th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Vital Farms, established in 2007. Vital Farms, where honest food is raised. Vital Farms' mission is to bring ethical food to the table. They do everything they can to improve the lives of people, animals, and the planet through food. Whether it's giving the girls year-round outdoor access, supporting family farmers, enabling you to trace your eggs back to the farm, or debunking misleading animal welfare claims, you can can always trust Vital Farms to be where honest food is raised. Their pasture-raised eggs, butter, and egg bites are delicious, ethical food that you do not have to question. Vital Farms, where honest food is raised. Check them out at vitalfarms.com today. Hiring is step one when it comes to our growth. We can't open a new shop or a new location without the right people in place. I couldn't keep up until I found ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter helps us get out there quickly and get us qualified candidates quickly. They sent us applicants that matched what I was looking for. I've hired for every role, entry-level technicians, service advisors, store managers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter, rated the number one hiring site. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Fox. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by the National Concealed Carry Association. Check them out at the National Concealed Carry Association.com. The National Concealed Carry Association exists to serve the Second Amendment community by providing a nationwide network of 2A advocates offering elite self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors and providing rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. Check them out at nationalconcealedcarryassociation.com. Do not delay. All right, we're back. Episode 195, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. And uh, amazingly, I'm not feeling much better calling this episode Righteous Anger. Probably I could have called it, oh, I'm being a a, a whiny butt. Uh, Probably something worse than that. But, you know, it's, it's... it's righteous anger. I, I can't. I can't help but think that, you know, the this this irritation that I'm having, it's not at anybody for. It's not because I'm just like being grumpy or being whatever. I'm not just being a contrarian. I am really. I'm let down. I'm. I'm upset. I feel. I feel agitated. I feel like I'm giving it. I feel like I'm giving it my all, or I have been. I had been giving it my all. And I just was spinning my wheels, you know, while this is the frustration. I mean, it's, I don't want to sound ungrateful. And that's what's hard about this. And that's, I guess, why 
the podcasting gurus say, you know, don't start off griping because you don't want the audience to think that you're being ungrateful. I am not angry at you. And it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword or it's... I, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. So the episodes are doing good. I'm putting forward content. Things are going well. The listens are going up. The sponsorships are going well. I, I'm I'm making connections more and more in, you know, the, the communities that I'm in every day. I'm making connections in communities that I'm just now starting to delve into. I, I'm talking with people at the state level. I'm communicating with various folks at the national level. I can I can send out emails and, and communicate with the best of them. I feel like I have a good amount of sources in all walks of life, and that gives me good information. I, I feel confident talking with candidates and going back and forth and going toe-to-toe. I feel confident praising these people. I feel confident holding these people's feet to the fire and really knocking them down a peg. I have no problem with all of that. And it really makes for good content. You guys are listening and the numbers are going up, 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 and up. But that seems selfish because while good things are happening for me personally, with your help and and others like you and spreading the word and coming back each and every week, Nothing is really making a difference. Yes, I know the small victories. I know, like, I feel like I probably should go back and listen to episode 117 and listen to the small victories deal, listen to Chris from the past, and maybe let him get inside my mind and, and take me in a new direction. Maybe that's all I need. But I just look around and I see all of the chaos that's happening. And I just see so many people waiting and watching. I mean, we're literally, (laughs) if you're not aware, if you haven't heard, we are like on the doorstep to nuclear annihilation. And when I say we, I mean the world, the United States, all of us, everybody. And it's really scary. I mean, it's it's really scary. And I know it was scary back during the Bay of Pigs, the Cuban Missile Crisis, which ironically, it's kind of funny that I'm recording this in the middle of October 2022, because October 16th, 1962, was the start of the Cuban Missile Crisis. It was the start of a very scary period of time in the United States. And honestly, it lasted really just for uh, a few weeks because it was basically over before Halloween, something like the 29th, 30th of October, 1962 as well. Now, of course, that was the Cold War and there was always some talk, you know, all the way up until Reagan came through and thank God for Reagan, you know what I mean? But now it's like we have erased the last 40 years and all of a sudden... Boom, we're back in 1962. Uh, I guess 60 years ago would be 1962, so it's like the last 60 years, but it was like a good period for the last 40s. You, you get what I mean. So all of a sudden, we're like right back where everybody was in October, October 16th of 1962. And America isn't really in the driver's seat with this. We kind of are in a backseat driver type of a role here. And our backseat driver happens to be a maniac himself. So who knows really what's going on? Who's, who's running the show? Who's on first? Kind of, kind of thing. And so that's scary in and, in and of itself. And, and, you know, like most people are like, what? What are you talking about? Most people have no clue what's going on because the media is not talking about it. 
Oh, the media is talking about Kim Kardashian. The media is talking about January 6th still. We're, we're, we're dissecting and having hearings on January 6th, 2021. And here we are just like two months away from January 6th, 2023. But we're still talking about it. And that is what matters. We're talking about all kinds of crazy things. We've got celebrity TV doctors running for office. We have people who have had strokes that are still just running and, and saying the most crazy off-the-wall things. We, we've got just politics is in a shambles. And I really truthfully believe that politically speaking, I, this has been a real preachy episode too, and I apologize for that for those of you that don't really like the preachiness of it. It's just, I am who I am. Uh, come back next episode. We'll, we'll be out of that, I guess. But it's kind of like, politically speaking, our political situation is like Sodom and Gomorrah, like right before the flood, right before Noah got in the boat with the animals and said, all right, and the waters came down and wiped all the craziness away. And I feel like, politically speaking, we're just all trash. It's just all complete trash. And there are those of us out here that are trying to sound the alarm. And now, wait a minute here. <laughs> I'm not trying to compare myself to Noah. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. People are going to think that I'm so crazy and I'm being such a narcissist comparing myself to Noah. That That's not what I'm doing at all. You, you guys understand what I'm trying to say. I, I think, I hope. Maybe I'm having like a breakdown. I don't know. I, I really am not trying to say anything crazy. I'm just saying... We are out here, and we're trying to sound the alarm, and a lot of people really aren't paying attention. You lot might be, but the rest of the world, the rest of the United States, the rest of the Hoosiers, the rest of the people in our counties, in our cities, in our towns, they're just sitting by, aimlessly lost, not paying attention. And so all of that combined... With growing pains, like I'm currently in the process of trying to make this thing bigger, trying to latch on to others and bring people into the mix and mix in with what they've got going on. So we're trying to grow what our brand is and trying to make ourselves more accessible to more people, which is a good thing because it's us trying to grow, but in the attempt at growing, it's causing growing pains, and everybody knows what that's like. It sometimes makes things uncomfortable, so, you know, it, it, it's just, that's all part of it, I guess, and, and I guess I'm going through the stage of being like a moody teenager. Maybe I'm, I'm hormonal or whatever. It's, it's hormones. It's, it's going through puberty. It's like second puberty. But I guess so you guys don't think I'm a complete lunatic. I can kind of like tell you kind of what's going on without revealing too much. So I'm in the process of starting some new ventures with Josh Kimbrell, uh, Civic Duty on YouTube. Check him out if you haven't. I'm in the process of working with producers Kate and Niles. Of course, we've added producer uh, Brandon onto the to the team, and so we're doing our thing. And then the whole lot of us are trying to get some kind of a uh, nonprofit media group off the ground, and it's a whole lot of things going on right now. Now, I still have time for you, and I need to get back to doing the basics, but. Will it even matter? Like, am I am I doing it just to do it? Like, obviously, I'm out. Uh, or, uh, it's like, let, let me tell you this. I, do you know what I love about what I do? More than the sponsors, more than the money, more than, more than winning an election, more than getting people to understand the argument against a corrupt politician, more than all of that, 
The thing that I love is when I get an email from a 56-year-old man or a 48-year-old woman who says, you know what, I have never voted before in my life, but I've started listening to your podcast and I've started listening to your lives on Facebook and for the first time in 56 years, for the first time in 48 years, I registered to vote, and I'm going to vote in this election. And I'm like, man, that's, that is the greatest single thing that I could receive from this. Because I'm out here doing what I do, somebody is getting inspired to do something they've never done before. And it's exciting for them because they're going on the process of learning what everything is and, and getting involved with it. So that's kind of cool. It's, it's cool for me. So it's things like that. It's, it's the message when someone gets a hold of me and says, thank you. You know, not like I need to be thanked. It's it's and it's I'm I'm not I'm trying to I'm really trying to not make it about me, but hell, the whole thing's about me. You know, I I really sound like a whiny, complaining bitch, and I I hate it. I'm not trying to bitch. I'm not trying to moan. I'm not trying to whine. I'm not trying to complain. I'm very lucky. I thank God for for all of this. I'm so fortunate that you guys are as awesome as you are. And I guess that's the that's the thing. I'm having some kind of crisis of political faith. I think I've used that term before. And I'm just feeling like small, I guess, because of my personality type, because of who I am, because of what goes on. That doesn't really work well for me. And I know most people would be like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I just... I'm having a I'm having one of those moments because everything's bad. You know, like specific political figures and their their supporters are like, "You're just you need to focus on the positive. Stand her up and look well, look what's going on." And I'm like, "Yeah, look look what's going on." I I don't think these people are actually truthfully looking at what's going on because if they were truly truly looking in themselves and looking out at what's happening with their political figures, their heroes, the people that they worship, and all of this other craziness, they would see that it is nasty looking, that it's bad, there's nothing good or nice about it, that it's like rotten, it's dead, it's decayed, it's the corpse of what used to be, that whatever we're talking about, local, state, federal community it's it's the whole the whole spectrum the whole kit and caboodle the whole damn thing the whole enchilada whatever you want to say it is all broken it's all bad it's all decay it's all death dead on arrival but yet they keep they keep holding it up they keep keep on keeping on it's it's almost like at this point they're like necrophiliacs and i'm not trying to get weird here in any stretch of the imagination but it's at some point you've got to say dude uh what you're so in love with this whole thing that you're looking at this election uh winner this candidate this this power team these men in the white hats these men on horses your hero the person who was going to come in and save the day the person who wasn't the other guy who was doing the mean tweets the person who wasn't that mayor that did this or the person who wasn't that governor or this person that doesn't like pot or does all this nonsense all of it it's broken it's broken it's all broken the democrats the republicans the libertarians the people the 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 elected officials the appointed officials the employees, the public, all of us are not doing what we're supposed to be doing because we have let the system break down. It has failed, and I don't think that we need at this point... Maybe we do, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think that we... I, I, like, maybe I'm too scared to say it. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm too scared to say that I, th I don't... I think that's where I need to get to. I need to get to where I can say what I think we need. 
but I maybe I'm not there yet. Man, you guys are good. You guys are good therapists. Wow. I mean, like, this is... We've not even hit an hour yet, and I think that you are really helping me explore what's going on, and I'm feeling better. Like, man, you guys are going to send me one hell of a bill (laughs) for all the time you've listened to me talk and babble and carry on. I can't wait to see the bill that... I owe you guys, but I, I really feel like I, I've just, I've really figured something out. Now, I don't know if you guys have figured out where I'm at, but what I think is, I think that I'm holding back. I think that I'm afraid to say some things. I feel like, I honestly think that I've always been truthful with you. I feel like I've always been truthful with you. But I think I'm worried that I have been censoring myself. I have been holding back on my real feelings about politics, local, state, national, world, and that I'm realizing that I'm going to have to bust down that censorship. That maybe where the disconnect is, is the people aren't hearing what they need to hear because what really needs to be said isn't being said. And I shouldn't blame everything else, everyone else, I should blame myself because I'm stopping myself. Oh man. Like I I mean I'm I'm not being this is not a put on like I didn't write any of this. This is the in my opinion probably the worst episode I've ever done. You guys let me know. But I think I've had a real breakthrough. Like I need to I need to just scrap this. And re-record this episode. Man. Because now, like, I'm... Now, like, I really... Like, literally, in just kind of free-form, free association, worked from the beginning of this episode to, like, just a few moments ago when I literally just had a breakthrough. I... Hold, I'm going to write that down because I... I want to make sure. Oh, where was that? What? So I'm going to say from... I'm going to say from 50-15 forward. Okay. 15. Wow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've just experienced a happening here. And I believe now with the new things coming on the horizon, knowing what Josh and I are trying to work on, what we're trying to work through, what we're trying to bring you guys, what we're trying to create for you, what we're trying to bring out and put out into the world, I think it's really a good thing. And I think with... This breakthrough I've just had, it's what I've needed. I need to quit censoring myself. Oh, man. (laughs) Boy, oh, boy. Let me tell you. If you're an elected official and you're doing your best, if you're currently an elected official... In town, city, county, government, meaning local governments, and you're doing your very best, fan flippantastic. If you're in state government and you're doing your best, right on, brother. Right on, sister. If you're in federal government and you're doing absolutely everything that you can and should be doing, that's the way. All of you all don't have anything to worry about. You're part of it. 
You're part of us. We're part of you. But for those people out there in all of those different levels, all of those different platforms, all up and down and back and forth and in and out, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, Green Party, so on and so forth, whatever nonsense someone can dream up, appointed official, elected official, public employee, government worker, government official, candidates. Oh, man, I'm telling you, if you're doing wrong, a a new page has been turned, and I'm letting you, the listener, know y'all are in for a ride. Man, I like... I've still got some work to do, and I, I, I know what I, I know. But, like, I literally just had an epiphany. Woo! We're just right now at 61 minutes. That's amazing. I think that's probably a good place to kill this episode, to stop her. Episode 195. Man, I'm going to be really interested to know what you guys think about this episode. Please share the show with everyone you know. The idea is to get people to listen so that they can start getting used to what we talk about, how we talk about things. They can get used to the craziness and they can say, yeah, I I can tune into this. Or they can say, nope, that's not for me. Please share the show with everyone you know. Remind folks they can find us literally on all podcast hosting sites. Every one of them. All they have to do is search for us by our entire name of the podcast. Perception is reality with W slash mark. Perception is reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll pull right up that way. If we don't, please let me know. Or just go to the home link. That's probably the easiest way to find us. And from there, you can jump to your favorite hosting platform. And the home link is really easy. It's perception.fireside.fm. Boom, that's easy. Perception.fireside.fm. Also, don't forget to check me out on Facebook and remind others to check me out on Facebook. There I release written content. I release articles that you will find are important and that you'll be interested in. And most importantly, there I also release live video commentary five six seven nights a week at 8 30 or 9 30 5 p.m 8 35 9 35 p.m normally sunday through thursday but sometimes friday and saturday as well you just have to check out i let everybody know keep you posted there on social media please help spread the word you guys are absolutely fantastic i love each and every one of you Thank you, thank you, thank you for being my ears, for listening to me, for being my wall to bounce ideas off of. I believe we're in a really bad way right now, but I truly do believe it is fixable. We just got to... We've got to say the things that are hard to say. We've got to do the things that are hard to do. We have to be willing to do what needs done even when it is uncomfortable. Censorship has to go, and I, for one, give you my word. From this episode forward, I will no longer censor myself. You have my oath. My, I swear that to you. I will not censor myself. And... If you guys will hang in there with me, and you have been, and I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. That's what I love about you. I promise we will bring this back, and it will be big, and it will continue to grow and be bigger than ever. We're knocking on the door for 200. Now I'm kind of excited. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you guys take care of yourselves. God bless each and every one of you. And until next time, remember, 
stay safe, stay tuned, and stay true. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember... Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.